0: that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, ladies. I hope you're having a great day so far. Thank you for joining me. I am excited about this new little, I'm going to do a new little series for you. Just I thought it was going to be a fun thing. <laughs> I, this is me going into it. I thought it was going to be a fun thing. Hopefully it is a fun thing that you enjoy. Let me know if you enjoy it or, you know, we can always reroute. I used to be a middle school teacher. I know that sometimes you just need to like... Cut your losses and leave graciously. (laughs) So, if you do not love this series, uh, we can always just redirect. But I've talked a lot about equipment for your home gym. I know some of you work out at home, some of you are working out at the gym. Always interesting and always interesting. So, seasons of life because I, first of all, I did not introduce myself at all. So, if this is your very first time, welcome. My name's Brittany. I'm a wife and mom of three boys and the third boy is supposed to be joining us pretty much anytime soon (laughs) in the next couple weeks. Um, But anyways, back to this. So I have worked out in a lot of different scenarios, different places. I was working out at a commercial gym for years. I was a group fitness instructor. I still am, but I was a group fitness instructor at a commercial gym and would teach spin, all these things. So I had pretty much all the equipment available at my fingertips then we had our first child and I did still have the membership at the gym, but I was hesitant to put him in the child care room right away. I think I did around three months, but I didn't want to prior to that and I had started working out prior to that. So we had just a couple things like a set of dumbbells and maybe a band, things like that, and we were living in an apartment and the apartment had a small gym and that was pretty much a setup for a while where sometimes I would work out then at the gym when my son was, when I did put him in childcare, sometimes I'd do a workout at home, sometimes I'd hit the apartment gym, which had way less, those kinds of things. So now we are in a house, and we have a gym in our basement, with still like not a crazy amount of equipment. It by all, by no means is it even up to par of like a hotel gym, but uh, we've basically acquired our equipment through Facebook Marketplace, through gifts through things like that. So slowly over time, we've been able to build up because I know if that's you, if you are transitioning to working out from home, which a lot of you did with all the Corona stuff that people started working out at home and have continued is what I've seen a lot. Even people who were avid gym goers have now just kind of transferred to being at home. And so that has been my experience the last couple of years. I have not gone back to a commercial gym since my oldest was like one and a half. So that is like three and a half years ago, two and a half years ago. It's been about two and a half years that I have been working out solely from home. And that is what my programs are always based on because I just want to assume that you have minimal equipment. And then if you have more equipment available to you, you can modify and use the equipment at the gym and all those kinds of things. But anyways, that is what our setup currently looks like. Right now I am, again, doing all of my workouts, have been for the last two and a half years from Home and from the equipment that we have. So I thought it would be interesting, again, we'll see, to let you know different ways you can use some of this equipment. Talked a little bit about formatting your workouts, like designing your own full body workout. Uh, ben and I have definitely talked about our favorite exercises for different muscle groups, so honing in on the muscle groups. But sometimes I just think that we don't use certain equipment because we don't know how to use it. So even if you are at a gym and you have this stuff available or you're at home and you have this stuff available, it can help you mix it up a little bit. I'm obviously talking about exercises that I can't show you. I'm talking to you, not doing a video. So you might need to Google these after, YouTube these. But I do have some, uh, mm, not all of them. Some of them I have demos for up on my YouTube channel, which is just Fit Mom Life to the Fullest. But you could look up, you know, anybody's and find demo videos for this. But just thought it might be fun to get you using your equipment maybe in different ways or to help enhance your workouts and things like that. So the one I'm going to start with today is the kettlebell. So my five favorite kettlebell exercises. Now, a kettlebell, this one was tough to start with because kettlebells and dumbbells are similar in the fact that you can do a lot of the same exercises with them, okay? You can do a row with a kettlebell or you can do it with a dumbbell. You can do a floor press with a kettlebell or dumbbell. You can do a goblet squat. There's so many that you can kind of use these interchangeably. The kettlebell is more of an uneven weight distribution, so it tends to be a little more challenging or makes things a little bit more uncomfortable for your body to adapt to, so it can tend to make you rely on your core a lot more because that weight is moving around There are also other reasons to use it, like I will list in some of the exercises, because they can challenge your joints in different ways, in a a positive way. So let's kind of get into it, and I'll explain it as I go. But do know that, that a lot of these exercises you could do with kettlebells or dumbbells. So my number one, because this is hard to do with a dumbbell, so I definitely prefer a kettlebell, are kettlebell swings, okay? There are so many variations you can do with kettlebell swings, essentially Doing a kettlebell swing, you're working your low back, your hamstrings, your glutes. So, basically, the back of your posterior chain. If you know what an RDL is, it's basically an RDL with some power behind it. So, basically, you are standing there, feet about hip width apart. You are holding the kettlebell by the horns and just letting it hang straight down by your thighs. So, like, shoulders are pulled back, chest is open. You are standing up tall with that kettlebell just hanging. Now you bend your knees and hinge at the hips. It is a hip hinge. Your back is totally flat as you send the kettlebell through your thighs and then you throw your hips forward and bring that kettlebell up with you as well. So you basically look like a teeter-totter. You're going back, up, back, up. Now your back should never go below parallel to the floor or else then it usually rounds. And the big it's not about how high your kettlebell goes because that's something that clients will ask me too. Like, how high should my kettlebell go? That really d- does not matter. It The only point of the exercise is driving power through the hips. You do want to keep your knees soft because that's how you're going to feel it in your hamstrings. And yes, in your back, but not in your back in a bad way, like pulling from your back. So as soon as that kettlebell passes through the thighs, you bring your hips forward and you... Just let the kettlebell basically come up with you. And that's what you're doing. You're just going back, forth, back, forth. Now, again, I just mentioned there's lots of variations. There's you could do these laterally, going from side to side. Really good for those who need who, if you golf or play tennis, things like that. So one arm swings, tons of variations. And yes, you could try this with a dumbbell. You're probably not listening to this if you don't have a kettlebell, but in case. You are, and you don't have one yet. You could do these with a dumbbell. They're just a little more awkward. So kettlebells are cool for that. Number two, figure eights, which is basically a variation of the swing. In doing a figure eight, you're going to take your feet. I usually go a little wider than hip width because you need to be able to fit the kettlebell around your legs. And I've been known to bash my own shins and ankles doing this. and that's what we're trying to avoid. So it's the same hip hinge, but you are literally making a figure eight around your legs, so try to visualize that where, again, feet a little wider than hips. You're going to send your hips back as you pass the kettlebell through the legs. And then when you bring your hips forward, you sorry, I just leaned really close to the mic because I'm like acting this out. As you bring your hips forward, that kettlebell's coming to the outside of the leg and swinging forward. So you pass the kettlebell through the legs as your hips go back. And then when your hips come forward and you come back to standing, that kettlebell is on the outside of the other leg. So it just keeps going like that, back. And side of your left leg, pass it back through the legs, comes back on the side of your right leg. Again, (laughs) look it up if this is not clicking. It's really funny me over here acting it out trying to explain this to you. Hopefully you're getting it. All right, number three. This is a big reason to use kettlebells instead of dumbbells. Doing basically, I'm not going to say any exercises, but many exercises bottoms up. So you've got the horn of the kettlebell, which is the top. Then you've got the actual bell part, at the bottom. By holding the horn in your hand, in your palm, and in your grip and letting the bell be on top, that is bottoms up position. So this is really, really good for your wrist, for your grip strength, for making your entire body and not just your muscles and isolating muscles stronger. And this is a big one for me because I never had any kind of joint pain before I had kids and relaxing can be a big contributor to this because you are you're just experiencing so much ligament laxity. And part of this is just hormones. like I'm definitely going to be experiencing that. I'm already expecting it several weeks postpartum because that's when I really noticed it more after my very first baby like if I went down to do a plank on my hands that I was having wrist pain and things like that I'm like, what's going on? I've never had this before. But relaxing stays in your body, especially if you're breastfeeding, and that can affect your joints in that way where they're so mobile, they're so loose, that it can actually be a little bit painful when you're doing certain exercises. So strengthening them up is just a good thing to prevent injury. So when you're doing a bottoms-up exercise, just know you're going to need to go a little bit lighter than you typically would. So one that I like to do it with is floor presses, and I usually have a client do it one arm at a time. Sometimes I'll do both at once, but that's when you're lying down on your back and you are holding the horns of the kettlebell, the bell is straight up in the air and your kettlebells are right at your shoulders. So you're holding them up, arms extended at shoulder height while you're lying on your back. Then you are gonna take your elbows down toward your ribs and then drive back up to the ceiling. So you're basically making a little right angle, like downward arch down toward your ribs, then pushing up toward the ceiling Here's the thing. You're going to need to go a little bit lighter than you normally do. If you can floor press 25 pounds with a dumbbell, you're probably only going to be able to floor press 10 or 15 pounds. I think the most I've ever floor pressed with a kettlebell is 15 pounds because it's just really difficult to keep that nice isolated position with that bell up in the air because you're only holding it by the horn. Okay. So involving those kinds of exercises have their place. That's what you need to know. It's not oh, I'm so much stronger, I could do more than this, I don't want to just do 10 pounds. Right, but you're going for a different goal here. You're going for strengthening your wrists and working on balance and coordination and things like that. So there's, you know, we want to make sure that we are giving ourselves a complete picture of our workout, not just, it's not always about heavier, faster, harder, that kind of stuff. Okay, so bottoms up floor presses, you can do some bottoms up farmer's walks, those kinds of things, just YouTube those. Okay, number four is Halos. This one's a little bit funky and it's not everybody's favorite, so I tend to not use it that much with clients. But this one, you are basically standing with your feet under your hips, your knees are soft, your core is engaged, your chest is up. You are holding the kettlebell right around chin height just while you're getting ready. And then you are gonna go around your head. I just whacked the microphone, sorry. Around your head with the kettlebell, stop in front of your chin. And then you can, I reverse directions usually each rep. So I'm going around, clearing my head, bringing it back in front of my chin, then going around the other way. So you're basically, you're literally just doing a circle around your head, hence why it's called the halo. But it's really good for your core. It's another one that's just interesting seeing how your body responds because your your hips probably going to want to move, your back's going to want to arch and just keeping everything else really still and working that. It's a lot of back, core, shoulders and that kind of stuff. Okay. But lastly, my fifth favorite kettlebell exercise is the high pull. And this you could do with a dumbbell too, like most of it, but I really like doing this with a kettlebell because I like to grab like the inner corner of a kettlebell when I do a high pull. And what a high pull is, is basically you are pretty much doing an upright row, but with a little bit of momentum. So you're sitting back in a little half squat and then your elbow leads the pull And it's heading up toward your shoulders and your wrist and your kettlebell and right around your like chin area. So I really just enjoy these with kettlebells because I like the way that the weight is pulling down in the bell. It's not just this flat dumbbell that you're trying to pull up toward your face. So sorry, I got distracted because I think I just got an Amazon delivery. (laughs) I saw someone walking up the path Um, and I'm facing the opposite direction. So I saw the reflection in the window, but Anyways, high pulls are a lot of fun to do with kettlebell. Again, I don't put those in a ton, but it works for your shoulders, upper back, and I think that's about it. I don't think I'm missing any other muscle groups in there. So that is it. Quick and easy for you. My five favorite kettlebell exercises. I plan to do TRX exercises because I think that's another one a lot of people have at home. My top dumbbell exercises, my top band exercises, good ones that you can take with you on the road or when you're traveling, things like that. So if you have any requests, oh, barbell, I will for sure add in there too, because I do know some of you have barbells at home or again, work out at the gym with barbells. But if there's anything specifically you want to make sure then I do, if you're like, Brittany, I don't know how to use a medicine ball. Could you do five med ball, you know, exercises? I want to use things that you guys actually have. So I, you know, trying to go pretty general here, but if you have something that you want me to utilize, absolutely. Hey, I'll just do the episode for you and people can listen to it or not, (laughs) but you will know what exercises to do with it. All right. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you have not done so, I'd appreciate if you would take just a second to leave a review. It really helps other people to be able to see this and this content to get out there. And I would just love it. I also read them because who doesn't like to hear nice things about yourself <laughs> to know you're doing a good job just getting that pat on the back because, you know, slim pickings with a four-year-old and the one-and-a-half-year-old, it's a lot more like, oh, this chicken's gross. So anyways, you know, you know, if you know, you know. All right. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.